Now you can talk and dance and do whatever you want to do. Connor's playing all the instruments. Keyboards, the banjo, the glockenspiel, or whatever that is. <laughs> so playing the drums, though. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 74 of the Gene Pool Variety Hour. I am Sean. I'm the old guy of the group. I'm Dad. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show. And the guy on the other screen is... Hey guys, I am Connor McKay, a.k.a. Quillmeister, a.k.a. the only one between the two of us who right now is cool as a cuke. As, as a what? Cuke. cuke uh, cucumber. I was, okay. I, I, was to be, I was trying to be cocky sounding. Cool as a cuke. Okay, well anyway, so yes. So, so here's I the mean, thing. So um, Connor's in his apartment, and he's got air conditioning. Four hours before we go live tonight, my air conditioner stops working. <laughs> my studio is in an attic room that I finished out to make a podcast studio mm-hmm. with no air con- there's a vent in here but there's no air conditioning so I've got a fan going but it's just blowing attic hot air it's the sun up here live from the sun live mm-hmm. from the surface of the sun that's where we're at so if I start getting a nice glow about me it's not that I'm pregnant or I'm super happy I'm hot and I'm sweating so just Live get used from to the it. surface of the sun, it, it is Mark Gorg. It is who? I don't know. I I, I, thought I, I don't, Mark I don't know. Gorg was um, was famous newscaster from long ago. Mark Something Gorg? Gorg? Something Gorg, isn't it? No, I've never heard that name ever in my life. Then I'm going to so. use it for something. Uh, you, I'm going to use it for something. Make it one of your TikTok videos or something. I don't know. But anyway, I, have not I know made you don't do this since like twenty. I've got. I know I've got a TikTok, and I keep saying I need to start doing TikTok, and then I go, I'm old. I don't know how to do it, so I just don't. Exactly. You. You. It would look so weird with you doing it. I've got friends that they're not as old as me because there's not many friends of mine in our podcast circles that are as old as me, but yeah. they do it. They do it all the time. Tony P does yeah. it. Um, Steve from from you know the Botch Crew. They Steve do it. Botched. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they've got one. So anyway, so it is super hot up here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to get delirious with the heat. Um, I wish I had thought to get like the the video clip of Robin Williams and I was gonna I'd play it on the screen. It's hot, it's damn hot. So um, yeah, it's it is really yeah, hot. Yeah, but Dad, up here. that thing. Uh, think about how fun our banter is gonna be it, it, um, if you're sitting there spewing nonsense from the delirium. Yeah, well, that's going to be fun. So, um, I, you know, a a uh, um, a nice cold shower is in order after this show. Probably a nice cold beer is in after this show. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how you drink that stuff. So anyway, um, oh, and if you see, if you're if you if you're watching the show, whether it be on YouTube or you're watching the 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 video uh, from Twitch later on. Um, and you see the confetti over our um, logo, uh, and that's because it's my birthday. Literally, his birthday is today. I am 54 years old today. 54. I am 54 years young. Yep. So Would, I am I am um, almost always I have the a oldest. For you. Yes, what? Would you consider yourself middle-aged? I, l- 
Oh, sweet Lord, I hope not, because that would mean I would be living till I'm 108. No, no, no. I'm ho I'm hoping I'm about three quarters age. Put me at about 75, 80. I'm good. I'm good. All right. I, I definitely. Um, but think about it. And, um, you, you could then, um, then, then seems to me with my kids, then your grandkids, then your great grandkids, and probably even your great you, great grandkids. You do realize how, realize how hard it was raising you and your brothers. I don't know that I want more of that genetic progeny running around that I got to deal with. Oh, so it's gonna happen, Dad. Not at not at um, not at 108 years old. I don't want to be messing with that. Mm -mm. Nope. Um. This this brings up a, a, an interesting question. Uh oh. What do you want to be called as a grandfather? Oh, our our sound keeps bumping out on it. Sorry about that, guys. I gotta... Yeah, it's it's so hot up here. My computer's starting to run hot because it's just not getting any cool air, and so it's it's messing up some of my software. I think so. I will apologize ahead of time for any kind of audio issues we may have. Um, but anyway, so what were you saying, Connor? I'm sorry, I was distracted um, by the, the 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 coughing, hacking chickens. Uh, <laughs> um, my question was, what um what do you want to be called as a grandfather? I don't. Um, brings up an interesting question. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I don't want to be. It's gonna happen. I know, I know, and it's usually it's the grandbabies that 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 determine what that is. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that is normally the case, but um, but I mean, everyone has a preference as to what they want to be called, don't they? Yeah, probably. But I mean, I don't want to. I don't think I want to be called Papa. You know, because yeah, that's Papa. I get that. Um, I don't think I, I mean I don't really care if it's granddaddy I don't know whatever just not not pawpaw not what it, that kind of st I don't know Paps. we'll we'll figure it out <laughs> old man sitting in the corner that's fine <laughs> whatever but, um, the old nerd playing Xbox the old nerd sitting in the corner playing Xbox Series XX963 whatever the version is out at that time when I'm 108 years old Sent, um um Centennial Anniversary Edition of Destiny. <laughs> right. Destiny 52. Um, it's, um, it, 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 it's got full on, on VR, full dive, and um, in, um, in, in, and you're sitting there being like, shut up, Peter Dinklage. Yes, yes. Um, they brought back the Dinklebot. Uh, Lord, I hope they don't bring back Dinklebot. I, Peter Dinklage is one of... <laughs> Peter Dinklage is one of my absolute favorite actors. I absolutely love him and everything I've seen him do, except the voiceover for Destiny 1. I don't know if he was drunk or high or bored or sleepy. I think he was bored. I love the description you always use that um that, 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 that he's basically in a single soundproof booth, a, a light bulb dangling over over his head. He um he, he's sitting at basically a fold out table, cigarette in one hand, coffee in the other, and, and he's just sitting there with a microphone in front of him and just speaking all this stuff monotone. I mean that's what he sounded like. That's exactly yeah. what he sounded like. Um but I think the first thing I ever saw him in was was Underdog. Do you remember Underdog? I do, but I don't think I ever um, you mean like the live action version? I don't think I ever watched yeah. that with you guys. I don't think I ever watched that with you guys. You, so. um, you you rented it from Blockbuster for us. Ooh, there you go. That dates me right there. That dates the whole situation right there. <laughs> that that date. Um. Um. I think. I 
think I think you rented it from from Blockbuster, and then back when Netflix was um was first getting its startup, and, and they were sending out movies, you then did some downloading for it. Yeah, and we I have no idea. Whatever we wanted. No, I don't remember. No, no. You've got now this I've full archive of movies you did. That I, I but but I did that legally because I bought an app called PlayOn, which I haven't used in a while, um, and it allowed you to legally record movies off your streaming services. If you had a subscription to the streaming service, you could download digital copies of those movies um, for personal use only. And when yeah. they when they would record the movies, it would put downloaded by, and it would put my name, and it would put my IP address, so there's no way for me to get away from it. And I, you know, I couldn't do it illegally and share it with people because it had my name and my IP address on there. They could easily come after me. But I did that for tons of movies that we streamed, you know, just so we'd have them. Um, but my Plex, serv- my Plex server's time. down. My Plex server I haven't set back up since we moved, so I don't have access to the, all those digital movies right now. I, I remember one time um, you, you rented a movie for us called Valiant. It was basically about, about a, a bunch of pigeons um, training for World War II reconnaissance stuff. Right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no, I think I and bought that when there was a video co- video store going out of business, and so I went and bought a bunch of cheap DVDs. No, no, um, 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 you rented it first. We loved it, uh, then you bought it later. Okay, all right. But, but I remember, um, um, the the um the the decorative title film on the front of the disc was peeling a little bit, and then this was in like the height of my ADHD days, and right. once I see something like that, I tend to pick at it. And pick at it until eventually I tore the entire um, title film off the DVD. Oh, um, and, right. Um, and, and and then literally he um, you said, okay, we um, we uh, we are still going to return it. Um, and um, and and, and then, then you literally you went in, put it on, on the desk, said bye, walked out, and and uh, then as the woman opened up the case, she she saw it was the, the title film was like ripped uh-huh. off. I don't remember and, and, that and she, at all. She came out running at us and you peeled no. out of the freaking parking lot. No, it's, that's, that's made up. No, I did not do uh, no, that. I, swear, I remember that happening. Nope. I am not making this up. Yeah. I am not making this up. Yeah, you're I am confess- not making this up. Maybe it really happened in your dreams, but I wouldn't have done something like that. that. No, come on. I'm serious, Connor. I would not do that. That's not my style. That's not all my right. style. It still makes a good story, with, um, whether you believe it happened or not. But now, I if, if if there's there's a possibility I could have just went in and dropped it off and just left it. But if she came out of the park, if she came out in the parking lot saying, "Hey," then I would say, "Yeah, my son ripped it off. I'll pay for it." You know, I, I mean. So, um, anyway, um, I um, I I think it was it was you didn't notice the woman w- um, was coming out to you until after you had already started driving. I have never, I do not remember ever having this conversation with you about this incident at all, ever, so. It's because I was in the car with you. That's fine, that's fine, but we never talked about it, so I would have thought you would have brought it up at some point other than 20 years later or however many years it's been. Mm -hmm. Anyway, boy, that was a weird chicken. Looked like a pigeon. That was a blockbuster chicken. That was a... Blockbuster it's, um, it's, um, pit, you know. It's it, um, it's old. Has um, has those has those circular blind man glasses carrying a cane. Moving on. Whole, um, whole um, whole 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 holding up a cup that says um, that's, that says restart fund. Okay, sure, yeah, that. Mm-hmm, oh, that. Come on, Blockbuster so, could make a comeback. So, um, 
let's let's how about we get on task and let's do <laughs> let's we've done nothing but chase chickens so far we haven't even talked That's about it normally do that who cares yeah. i know i know um i guess it's fun i think i think i'm probably a little bit more on task because it's about 100 degrees up here right now that's okay. probably it so um okay. but anyway no I mean, we can do whatever you want to it doesn't matter to me i mean you know uh, I, i've got nothing nerdy to report this week um just working and doing my thing um i did you know I did go a lot of skyrim yeah cool um we did go see a baseball game this weekend you know your mom and i went to see a baseball game there's a baseball. a minor yeah there's a minor league baseball team here in town called the chillicothe paints as in like painted horse hmm. um and they're like small ball like like single a type summer league ball and uh, uh but the the stadium is on the grounds of the va hospital where i work hmm. uh, because the v the, the va hospital that i work at in chillicothe ohio used to be an old army training facility where, the, where people would come there for training and stuff so it's like an old hmm. army base really so it's very spread out so it's got its own golf course and it's got it's got the baseball stadium. Full golf course? Yeah. Kind of like Fort Benning where I used to work had its own stadium called Doughboy Stadium. Um had they had a football stadium and a uh, bas- uh, baseball stadium. Um Doughboy? and then they then yeah, Doughboy. Like the Doughboys used to be what army was called, you know, army guys were called the Doughboys way back Why? in World War I don't know. Look it up. So it was just called Doughboy Stadium. Um, so there's, so they play at VA Memorial Stadium on the grounds at the hospital where I work. So your mom and I went to see him Saturday night, uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday night. And, uh, it, it, it really felt like we were extras in Bull Durham. I mean, it was, it was fun, but it was, it was, it was like your Bull Durham minor league baseball complete with wild pitches going all the way to the backstop and every time that would happen your mom and i would lean in each other and go uh i wouldn't dig in if i were you i have no idea where this is going really i have no idea where this is going and then when they would meet on the mound we start talking about candlesticks and curses and on the first baseman's glove and chicken bones and started <laughs> quoting lines from the movie so anyway, so that was pretty cool i and did then, not know mom mom was a bull durham fan well she knows it she's seen it a couple of times um and then Sunday after church, me and your mom. mom. Yeah, she was asking about you the other day. We'll talk about that later. Um, So, anyway, um, then Sunday after church, we went to a place and got a burger and beer, um, kind of birthday type stuff. So, so that was what I did. Uh, No no big major plans or anything like that. Um, The lighting that you see, if you're watching the stream, that nice lighting, the, the better lighting that I have, that was my birthday and Father's Day present. So some some better lighting so yeah so that's 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 kind of what i've been doing um you said you've been playing a lot of skyrim anything else um have, um no i've been playing mainly skyrim um yeah. i've been working on on a wizard build mm. cool yep so um so i haven't done any of the actual core campaign except for getting to um to a white run yeah and i'm now level 40 Gotcha. Wow. Okay. I have not done. I, I have not gotten the Golden Claw. I have not been to Bleak Falls Barrow. I've. I haven't really finished any other kind of, of campaign list. I've started a bunch of them, but I haven't actually, gotten to finishing any of them. I've just been right. doing side stuff and level grinding because, because, now, 
now I I've got my perfect wizard set up. Yeah. Um, um, I I have an amulet and a ring. I'm enchanted with um with with mask of regeneration. Yeah. And, and and spell reduction cost for each for each class of magic. Okay. Um, a destruction, conjuration, alteration, illusion, restoration, and God. then. Um and, and and then I have charms for other stuff. Um, a swordsman charm, a um an exploration charm, a ranger charm, a thief charm, and and then based on the situation, oh, I'll okay. just switch to those charms, and it makes me totally beefed out. Uh, our our, our sound again. Yeah, it's going wonky again. I'm sorry, guys. It's um, gone wonka wonka. Yeah. So, um, Uncle, Uncle. so as you as you're describing, we're, okay, we're done with that. So, because as you're describing it and you're describing all those different things, it reminded me of the birdcage and the senator talking about their drive down and the the color of the trees, the greens and the reds and the purples and the browns and yeah, it just kind of kept droning on and on and on and on and on. So now we're going to move on. So, <laughs> so we're going to do what? What are we going to? What are we gonna do? You we're gonna... were just as obsessive with Skyrim. You were just as obsessive. Oh, I didn't say that I wasn't as obsessive. I just didn't talk about it. But obsessively. you also used to go on and on and on and on about it. But I listened to you in a private conversation, not on a stream <laughs> and not on the podcast. For our our unfortunate listeners who have to listen to the stream of on and on and on. Hey, hey, people love hearing my voice. I I am like the white Morgan Freeman. Whoa! No, not even close. Mm -mm. No. So we're gonna move on, and we're gonna. We're, okay. We are going to the geek question. Oh wow! I'm ask you a bunch of questions, and I want to have them answered immediately. So what's the geek question this You're time, Connor? Off, aren't you? Yes, You're I am. Let's go. Moving on, wow. buddy. I am pushing okay. the show forward. I'm rapid. Come on, wrap it up. Let's go. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> so the question is, if if there was a theme park based around you as a person, what um um name two to five main rides or attractions, and the mascot for the park? What? <laughs> I told you this question. Last and week, it's, and you still haven't. And it's still forgot about it. And, and it still makes no. I still don't have an answer for it. Sorry, I still don't have an answer for it. That's because you don't have my creative spark. Exactly, I do not. That's exactly right. And so, um, my answer will be very, very short. Go for it. Okay. Um. Um. Let's see. The name for my park would um um would be. First, um, let's see. I, I had a good, I had a good name for it earlier today. Um, ooh, McKay Menagerie. Okay. And um, and and the main attractions would um would um would be basically, the um core core mini park. Excuse me, had a burp. Core <laughs> mini parks around um around the main theme park kind. Kind of like what, what what Disneyland does, you know? It's it's got the Marvel section. It's got sure, the sure, Disney yeah. Section. Right, right, right. Um, it's got all that. Okay. So, 
Um, um, but the main thing of it would um would be he um would be this giant interactive roller coaster. Okay. Um, how 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 do you have an interactive roller coaster without losing limbs as they get cut off? Um. Okay. I don't understand. So, so um um it's um it um it has an extra wide. Um, it, um, it, it has single-fed cars, which means it's on a string of cars. It's just one big one that goes that goes through it. And um, okay, I don't understand what? what you mean by that. What do you mean by one? Okay. Um, um, Ace, um, you you know how most roller coasters have um now have a bunch of these two-seater or cars um all all kind of strung together, and that's what goes around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this um this one is um this one is a single large car that can fit about five people. Okay. All right. And um and it's interactive because um be um because in in front of each of the passengers there the, there are a series of buttons and um and um and and then as they go go down one path. Um, there's the um, there's a specific section of, of track that allows you to, to hit one of the buttons and choose a new path at, at one of the turning lanes, and um and base and based on the algorithm of scanning which one mostly got hit, it'll take them down that track and um and um and it continues like that with different themes based on what tracks they go down because of my crazy wild mind. Okay. Okay. And um and and then it'd go like that for maybe a minute for like maybe two or three minutes until finally it um um it'll make the final a descent through um through this long winding track outside mm-hmm. of the whole thing to the very start. Okay. All right. Cool. So so it's a it's a it's a multi level multi a branching roller coaster depending on what selection they choose. Exactly. Okay. Cool. And um and and it's it's going to be shaped like a brain because uh, at least I'm theming it off off of that paper I wrote back in high school. Remember? Yeah. Yep. 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 How I work with a super brain. Yep. Right. One of the best writings I've ever done. Yep. It was. Be nice to see more. I am working on it. Do you know how long it takes to write a book? I guess I just haven't seen any. I haven't seen any result any evidence of it and you know you haven't shared any of it with me or excerpts or things like that because, so because because every time i do you you don't enjoy you've told me you don't enjoy reading them no it's not that it's it's that that you, you ask for advice you can't enjoy it because, because all you see are the errors well and you would ask us to this is a side thing but you would ask us to kind of give you advice on it and then you get mad when we kept giving you more advice, and then it got to where we couldn't want, couldn't. That's why we ended up uh, hiring that uh, freelance editor to do it because it was just causing problems between you and your parents. Because you would ask us for advice, we would sort of give you advice, and you'd get upset, and so we just said eh, it's not worth causing fights. So we just moved on. Um, okay. But anyway, I I got so what else? And you still didn't do it. Yeah. What else? Okay. What else? Um. I'm gonna see. Ooh. The mascot would um would um would be a character a characterized version of me basically. And what would that look like? Um um let's see. 
let's see um big fat guy um um a a nondescript cap on his head you know just because i, I like wearing hats okay um um a um a big heart on a t-shirt on his chest and his um and um and and i would give people hugs okay cool all right uh what else anything else or is that the main attraction um um that single ride is the main attraction it's um it it's like my matterhorn you know okay gotcha gotcha okay so um then um and then the second thing would um um would be this this um this giant restaurant that um that's inside of a book okay food and books Um, sounds like you yeah yep yep Mm -hmm. okay cool um i don't have an answer um i'll try to riff something off the fly here um you can do it i i believe in you I um got to channel my got to channel my inner Rob Schneider. You can do it. Yeah, I don't. I have to think about what I would name it, but one of the rides would be cliff diving, um, where people would get in line and they would go to a cliff and jump off and hope they landed in the water. Kind of like when I fell off the cliff when I was a kid. Have you ever told that story on this stream? Oh, I'm sure I, I have not. I don't think you have. No, no. Anyway, so do you want me to tell that story? You really want me to tell that story? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's it's an amazing story of survival. Well, so comical high It may explain it may explain me a good bit too. So <laughs> may explain me too. Summer between third and fourth grade year. That was the age that you were old enough to go to a church camp in northern alabama that that we used to go to that my family you know and our church kids used to go to and it was the first year i got to go and you know when you were younger you stayed at the lodge and you had uh, a male counselor that and had four boy campers and a female counselor and four girl campers and that was your group for the week and it was at the base of this mountain up in north alabama and you know the tradition was part part of your activities that week was one day that week your group would hike up the mountain. There was a trail, and you'd hike up to the top of the mountain. And a, a, one of the one of the staff at the camp would drive up there with like picnic supplies, and you'd get to the top, and there was a picnic area, and you'd have a picnic after you hiked the mountain. Um, and there was a big, huge, lighted cross down the road on the top of the mountain. There was a big stone chapel down the other part of the road. On top of the mountain, that was just kind of like your day outing that one week. So apparently, and I don't remember this. This is just what I'm told, because I remember nothing from this day. Yeah. Um, we climbed up the mountain, and we were up there, and we picnicking, and I think seems like I remember walking to the chapel and the the cross. Um, and then at some point, apparently, the boy campers decide, and the boy counselors decided we were going to kind of climb around on the rocks around the cliff. Like there's, there's lots of rock formations and stuff. And apparently, some boys were climbing down, and some boy, male counselors were climbing down. And I was standing at the top, kind of looking over and watching them, waiting for my turn. And one of the counselors slipped and almost fell and said, no, nope, it's getting too dangerous. We need to go back up. And so they were getting ready to start coming back up. And as I'm watching, apparently I slipped on some loose rocks and fell off. 
And what I'm told is I fell 15 feet and then landed on my head head first on a boulder. Then I rolled 15 feet. Then I fell about 15 more feet and landed on my head again. They say that when they got me, they got me and brought me up, I had blood spurting out of my ear and was unconscious. Well, they, I would say after falling on your head twice in the matter of seconds, that would happen. So I guess they threw me in the car from the staff and they rushed me down the mountain to the camp. And I'm guessing they either ambulanced me or airlifted me to Children's Hospital in Birmingham, where I laid in ICU for unconscious for, I think, three days or four days, something like that. And I was in the oh, hospital. Wait, you were in a coma? I was unconscious for like three days, yeah, so I guess it's a mini coma. Um, I was in the hospital for a total of a week, so I was in a semi-private room for half of it and unconscious in the ICU for two or three days. Um, had a concussion, obviously, and a skull fracture. Cracked my skull. So that's 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 that ride. Let everybody else experience the joy of cliff diving without a hang glider. Hang glider. Um, which is what, to this day, my, my father will say, that you were, I was trying to hang glide and I forgot the hang glider. Just a dad joke. <laughs> to this day. He's 80-something and I'm 54 as of today, and he'll still tell that joke. So that'd be one ride. Um, I guess another ride would be um, dodging metal bolts for fun. What? So here's another fun story from, from your dad. Um, when I was in middle school, um, my family and my cousin's family, every summer we used to go down to Florida together and do like a joint family vacation. And there was one of those Florida kind of kind of janky Florida uh, amusement parks, like many amusement parks down there on the beach, and you know. And so we went to that, and me and my cousin Scott got in one of the rides. And the ride was this big cage that you stood in, and you would push on either side of the cage, and it would start to kind of swing like this. And eventually, you'd get enough momentum where it would swing all the way up and around like this. You could get it to do that. So, uh-huh. so we we pushed one direction, we pushed the cage on the other direction. We pushed on in this direction, and when we turned this way and pushed that way, I saw a flash of something silver and bright, and then excruciating pain in my mouth. <laughs> the ride stopped, blood's pouring out of my mouth right here, and the weed-smoking, early meth days carnival carny guy that was running the ride said, Yo, dude, you better go to the bathroom. Didn't even tell me where the bathroom was. So I'm running, trying to find the bathroom as blood is just pouring down my chin onto the ground. I get to the bathroom and start washing it off, and I go, Oh, wow, there's a neat parlor trick. I can stick my finger all the way through my bottom lip. And I'm sticking my finger through my bottom lip because there's a hole all the way through my bottom lip where something obviously popped off the ride and flew up and hit me. So okay, we caught. You should have sued those people. So hold on. So we were there. We were there with my. We were there with my, my cousin, and his older brother, my older cousin, and his wife, and everything. And so they took it. They called my dad, and my dad. They they met us at the ER, and I got stitched up. They put ice on. And they stitched it up. I still have. I still had the bump. I can still feel the scar tissue inside my lip. <laughs> I mean, still to this day, I can feel it. And I, luckily, I could still play my trumpet. I mean, after it healed, I was able to play play trumpet for the for several years after that. But. So, um, so, so you guys could have gotten some money. Well, I don't know how much money we would have gotten out of this place, but anyway, so I'm all about, let's sue the 
beep, 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 beep out of these people, Dad. And we go, and we go down there. And oh, and by the way, there was no ride at your own risk sign up when we were there. No ride at your own risk sign at the ride when we were there. When we get there the next day, there's a brand new shiny, just out of the plastic ride at your own risk sign on this ride. They were covering their big fat, you know what. Put a brand new ride and the the cage that we were in, the ride we were on. There were all these nice brand new shiny bolts all in it, where they had completely replaced all the bolts in it. Oh, and by the way, I found an old nasty rusted Yankee L-shaped bent bolt with kind of reddish brown crusty stuff on it. I found I found the smoking gun. I found the bullet, man. I found the bullet casing. It was right there. And I'm like, Dad, dude, come on. He got my money back. That was it. He didn't try for anything else. He just said, well, just give him his money back. And that was it. So that would be my next ride, dodging dodging metal bolts. That would be my next ride. Um, and then they would probably... For some reason, I was thinking of dodgeball. And then they're probably... Yeah, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Apparently, I can't play dodgeball because I couldn't dodge a, a bolt. So um, <laughs> so anyway, and then, the, you know, another ride would probably have something to do with marching in, in the hot sun and band camp or something and passing out from the heat. Oh. It'd probably something like that. Oh. What about that time, time, time you were marching and Mardi Gras, and 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 and, and someone snuck a, a whole bottle of Jack in your pocket? Yeah, oh, there man. was that time too. So, so <laughs> when I was in, we're just going down memory lane here, aren't we? Uh, uh, of your dad. So you've got good stories. So so when I was, I don't remember if I was a sophomore or a junior in high school. Um, it was in band. And we got invited to come down to Mardi Gras to march in some of the parades. And I think we did two or three parades. And they were always super long. They always say, oh, it's about two or three mile long parade. It was always add 10 miles to that. It was all like a 12 mile parade kind of thing. So, hey, Kelly, how are you? Um, hey, Kelly, Kelly. So you're, 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 about to, you're about to get my Mardi Gras band geek story. So, uh, yeah, um, and we'll um, maybe we'll try to rage you guys when we get done. We'll, <laughs> it's probably just, it'll just be me and Connor, though. But anyway, yeah. so y'all have fun with D&D. Um, and I'll try to pop over. Um, so, so anyway, so we're marching, and I'm on the end. I'm on the end of the, one of the rows. And, you know, at Mardi Gras, people are drunk and all over the top place. And they do one of two things when drunk people at Mardi Gras with a ba- marching band. One, they try to throw all their beads in the tuba. <laughs> or two, they like to come up and march next to you, thinking they're funny marching next to you. Yeah. So these two girls, two drunk girls, came up marching next to us, and I'm playing, and all I heard, you know, in my ear was, no, I didn't play tube, I played trumpet. Um, no, I played trumpet. So um, I didn't have... good, too. So, so this girl says, here, have this. And so I'm playing, so I reach under like this and grab what she was handing to me, and I grabbed it, and I just stuck it under my arm and kept playing. I didn't see what it was, because I was playing, and then when we finished the song, I reached down and grabbed and looked at it, and it was an unsealed, unopened bottle of Jack Daniels. So <laughs> some drunk girl gave me a fifth of Jack Daniels as a sophomore or junior in high school at Mardi Gras. <laughs> it did not make I, it to the. It did not make it to the next day. So, just hey, say. I I have a question for you. Yes. 
Oh, and, and as far as the tuba story with the beads, um, our, our, our tuba player, every parade, every parade, um, he would dig out probably three to 400 beads, sets of beads out of his tuba. By the, time we, by the time we'd get to the end of the parade, he couldn't play. He couldn't even get air through it. It was so clogged with beads. Yeah, so, you know. So, yeah, so so that would, so, yeah, there you go. So that would be my amusement park. What I would call it, I don't know, Seanlandia. I don't know. I, I, I don't care. I don't know. Call it nerd, Nerdtopia. Uh, uh, band Geek. Nerdvana. Whatever, something. So, anyway, so that would be, that would be, oh, that would be what God, I do. My trademark. Oh, man, Dad, Dad, remember Nerdvana? The show. <laughs> yeah, you know, let me let me tell you let me tell you, Kelly. Um, people don't realize how nasty band geeks really are. Now, American Ooh. Pie makes it, but you know, um, we know how to have a good time. Um, there was that time in college where um, my senior year. Um, the story. The, I, well, this is this is um, from from UAB, and I was in the basketball band. And the basketball team made it to the final four of the NIT tournament, which is at Madison Square Garden in New York City. So they took the band, you know, the team went, obviously. They took the band, the cheerleaders, and the dance team for an entire week to New York City. And our hotel, we walked out the front door of our hotel onto Times Square for a week. It was, um, it, 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 it was a good time. We had a good time. So, uh, yeah, there's, there was always that. There was always that. And one of my fa- one of my favorite overheard quotes on a on a road trip, on a band trip in college, um, as we're all kind of slowly crashing, and you know, of course, we had to share rooms and stuff, and we knew that there was a guy in the other bed with someone else, uh, and then all of a sudden we heard a female voice go, "Rick, you mean that's it?" And we lost it. <laughs> we absolutely lost it, and that was the last tournament of the season. We never saw him again. <laughs> he could not show his face in the band ever again. So, so yeah. So I have lots and lots of stories that I could tell, but then it wouldn't really be PG. So maybe that'd be if we ever do Patreon, I'll do a Patreon story. But, but anyway, I always, so, I honestly always know, love hearing your band. Rick, stories. you mean know, that's it? That should be that should be uh, that should be that should be on the sign next time. Rick, you mean that's it? I've heard a bunch of them over the years, and 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 probably heard heard, heard most of them several times. But every Kelly, time you I have a good one. We'll see you. Time. We'll see you later. Y'all have fun. Have fun storming the castle. See you later. Have have fun storming the castle. <laughs> Bye, Kelly. With the <laughs> so anyway, so so that's that would be my story. I, I do have some fun stories, but I don't know that I have stories that would make a fun amusement park ride. You know, so. So anyway, okay. So I think I think we killed. Oh, that 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 could be 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 um a, a fun booth game. So um so so, so I'm gonna what dodging bo- dodging bolts <laughs> dodging metal bolts. No, 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 Rick, that's it. I gotta hit the right targets. I'm in them in a certain amount of time, and and then if you miss, um, it, I should have. Voice says, Rick, that's it. I should have clipped that. I should have clipped that on Twitch. So maybe I can go back and do that later from the vod. But anyway. So so yeah so yes. I think I think we've I think we've killed the geek question I think we've done enough with the de- geek question don't you I can't think of anything yeah. I can't think of anything else that I would have on there mascot so, uh clearly a band geek a band <laughs> a band geek with a head wound and a hole in his lip 
<laughs> I don't know. That, that, that sounds like <laughs> that's the stuff of horrors. You, 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 you see at Hot Topic. It kind of reminds me. Kind of, kind of rem- piercing. Um, skull piercing. Kind of reminds me of Mojo Jojo, with his big turban Mojo type. My Mojo Jojo. So anyway, okay. I am Mojo Jojo. So and that's. I am the. I don't know. Hey, I don't remember it either. I just remember Mojo Jojo. I. Um, there, there's we are from that <laughs> show some 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 primate out. chickens going on here. There, um, Band there geek chickens, primate chickens. There, uh, there's also this one villain in Powerpuff Girls that always kind of freaked me out. Which and, one? Um, and, and um, it was called Hen. That's all it was. It was um, um he was known as Him, mm-hmm. and and he was some kind of demon with um. A a drag wearing demon with with crab pincer claws and for some reason was obsessed with um, with, with the Powerpuff Girls' dad. Oh okay, yeah, and like um like for some reason he um him was always trying um um trying to get Professor Utopium for some reason I'm I'm not sure, but he always gave me a very very scary vibe and yeah. the way they did his voice mm-hmm. um, it, it was high pitched with a lot of reverb gotcha you know so 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 his voice was constantly echoing with himself right right it had this weird like spine tingling effect you know gotcha gotcha so um so how about we do the movie, movie? yeah was you want to do the movie i mean i i don't have a lot to say about the movie i, I actually don't have a lot to say about it either so it'll be pretty quick but anyway we are going to talk about the movie so Time for the next installment of Roll for Credits, everyone. Yeah, we didn't get that timing right, did we? No. Because yeah. we're you not got, professionals. Say the line first, then play the sound effect. We're not professionals. Just just leave me alone. I, I, I'm professional at other things. I do well at other things, but not this. So anyway, um, so the movie we were watching talking about this week is the movie called The, the Wolf, Wolf of, of Snow, Snow Hollow. Hollow. It came from 2020. Uh, and here's the little quip about the movie. It says, Terror grips a small mountain town as bodies are discovered after each full moon. Losing sleep, raising a teenage daughter, and caring for his ailing father, Officer Marshall struggles to remind himself that there's no such thing as werewolves. So, that's the little tagline. The plot of the movie is, there's like this little ski town, small ski town in Utah, and starts out with this... this this group and they are this this couple and they're coming into you know having a romantic weekend in a cabin in the mountains and um they're at their place and she goes outside to turn the hot water to the hot to the hot tub off and gets attacked and killed the boyfriend comes outside and sees her body completely and utterly mangled i mean like you can't really tell it's a body it's so mangled um and then that starts the whole process there's a murder um and then, and it happened to be on a full moon. And then there was another murder, and it happened to be on a full, moon. On a full moon. And then there was another, then murder, another murder, and it happened to be on a full and moon. So, so all this is I, going on. In total, there were five murders. And and there was no fingerprints ever, but there was lots of like wolf prints, like huge wolf prints of like this. They they estimated this thing was like six foot six, and this kind of thing, this huge thing. So. Of course, the rumor starts that there's a werewolf. There's a werewolf killing the people because it only happens on the full moon, yada, yada, yada. And 
what was this guy's name? I mean, the actor's name is Jim Cummings. I can't remember what his name, what his character's name was. Oh, uh, he was John. Which one? John Marshall. John, the main character. John Marshall. The deputy, right? Oh, that that's a unique name, Officer John Marshall. You you do know that you know somebody named John Marshall, right? I do. Johnny Marshall. Who? Sam, Joss, Maddie, Johnny Marshall, the big brother, the one that's in the Air Force. I honestly forgot he existed. You grew up with him across the street. I grew up around him. He he um he wasn't my friend. <laughs> anyway. Him. The age gap was too much. Yeah. And, and if anything, the Marshall clan hung out with Luke more often than me. That's true. That's true. So anyway, so so he's so he's the, he's the sheriff, he's the sheriff's deputy. His father is the sheriff played by Robert Forster, who's an Academy Award winning actor. Um and but he's in ailing health. He's getting close to retirement. Uh, and John is kind of taking over a lot of the duties of the sheriff, kind of leading a lot of stuff. And so he's kind of leading this investigation and trying to figure out what's going on. Backstory on him, he's a recovering alcoholic. He's divorced with a teenage daughter. He has a very terrible relationship with his ex-wife, uh, which puts stress on his relationship with his daughter. His father's in ailing health. Turns out you find out through the storyline that his mother left them when he was young. Um, he's got a lot of baggage. He's dealing with a lot of stuff. So, um, am I hearing myself? Am I hearing like an echo? Anyway, so he's dealing with a lot of stuff and he's trying his best to stay sober. Um, and he has all these people saying, oh, it's a werewolf. It's, it's like there's no such thing as werewolves. He has an anger problem, so he kind of goes off on people sometimes. And so the sometimes. whole time. So the whole, I mean, to the point of like choking his fellow officers and attacking witnesses. And um, so the whole movie. This, woman, this one woman spits in his face. Yeah, well, that was after his her daughter had been killed and he was returning uh, evidence back to her, her belongings. And so the woman was angry because they didn't catch the guy yet. So, the whole movie Good. is, what? Nothing. Oh, the whole movie is them trying to figure out, is this, who, who's doing this? He keeps saying, it's, it's a guy. There's no such thing as werewolves. It's a guy. And the town, and even some of his fellow deputies are starting to go, I don't know, man, it might be a werewolf, because one of them really billies and all that kind of stuff. And so the whole movie is them trying to figure it out. But, like... Yeah, I'm hearing my I'm hearing myself from somewhere, and I don't know where I'm hearing myself from. So, if y'all are hearing an echo on the recording, I do apologize for that. So, anyway, um, so he I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, so like the first victim, um, her female reproductive Vagina. her her female reproductive area was removed. Like, vagina. It's it, um, it's not a dirty word. I know. I'm just trying to be nice because if it, it, anyway, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be. No. It's it's a medical term. I get that, Connor, but I'm just trying not to. I'm just I. You don't understand. I'm old fashioned. I'm old and I'm old fashioned. So, um, so there's that. So that's kind of and then another one. Her head is completely gone. And another one, I think and, his arm is completely gone, or something like that. And um, and and then then uh, then another woman, I believe, had her breasts. Removed. Yes, yes, that was removed. And and so, so anyway, um, 
so that's kind of the movie. I mean, it was only an hour and 25 minutes long. It was like a long X-Files episode almost. And that, yeah. um and um and and that's counting um um the opening credits, um the ending credits and all yeah, that. Yeah, and it's and all that mischief of it was, scenery stuff. I I I completely agree with it. There's not a lot to say. Now, I will say that this was in the horror category. Um but it was not a horror movie. It wasn't scary at all. Um, it wasn't. Um, I, I think they put it in the horror category. Be um, because uh, be, uh, because of the no, no, because of the uncensored gore. Let's but, be honest. But, the gore was not really hidden or censored. But but here's you, the thing: you, you saw the heads ripped off. You saw the body shoved in the trash cans. You know. Yeah, but even then, I mean, blood splattered everywhere. Yeah, but but we've seen that we've seen almost that level of gore on Chrono Lines, which is network TV. Um, because they did they didn't show you like a movie might show you like a full on view of the naked ripped up female body on the ground. They didn't do that. The, you you could just kind of see it in the background. You could see close up shots from the crime photos, but nothing that showed a lot of detail. So I don't know if it was that. I think it's just because it was about, hey, it's a werewolf kind of thing. So they put it in the, in the horror thing. It was not scary at all. There was nothing scary about it. Um, they did have, you know, real effects, like physical effects for the werewolf, which was kind of cool. Um, and it wasn't digitized. It was it was like... It was, it was a dude in a homemade wolf pelt humanized costume. Okay, well, now you're spoiling it without telling, the spo- telling people you're spoiling it. Spoiler well, alert. Spoiler alert. Ain't nobody um, gonna watch this movie. They probably shouldn't. Um, exactly. So, so it, it, what I saw it as was more of a murder mystery, not a horror movie. Um, and it was the whole the whole thing was: is it a werewolf really, or is it a serial killer? And it's this how they're kind of obscuring things. And 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 so in the end, yes, it was a serial killer, um, a, a local, and they figured it all out. But what I found, the only, the only thing that I found of value to this movie, was, um, kind of watching John Jim Cummings' character, and watching Evolve. him. Well, yes, he devolved. He definitely decompensated with under under the pressure of the stress and his, you know, because he was angry with his dad because his dad wouldn't slow down and this kind of stuff. But there was fear there. There was so much fear about losing his father because his mom had already left him. So his dad was all he had. And so there was this desperate fear of holding on to his dad and making sure his dad was okay. Um, But just watching this guy, this recovering alcoholic, trying to maintain his sobriety with all the stress that was on his shoulders through this thing and all the pressures that were on him and trying to hold it together and not and decompensating and falling apart and hitting the bottle again, and crashing and burning, but then getting back on the wagon and get and, and starting to make amends and, and kind of coming full circle. Um, that was the most redeeming quality of the movie. You know, it wasn't scary. It wasn't really about a werewolf. I mean, it, it was just kind of there. So, um, I I actually saw but I liked I liked I liked watching that. There was actually some touching parts of watching him and the emotions that he was. I thought he did a good job of showing multiple levels of emotion at the same time to kind of show how much he was experiencing. He was experiencing such a mix of emotions. So I thought that was pretty good. I thought he did pretty good with that. Um, Robert Forster, I thought, played great. 
Um, Robert Forster, again, played his dad. The small role he had. It, it was a relatively small role. Um, and in the movie, in the movie, he died. He did die. You know, his, he had a heart murmur, and his heart was kind of failing on him, so they took him to the hospital. And then the, the then John's daughter got attacked, so she ended up in the hospital. They were in the same room together, and he then John went off trying to solve all this stuff. Um, and he comes back and uh, thinks his daughter's mad at him because she's like, Dad. And then as he's sitting there talking to her, he's like, it's okay, it's okay. I had to go try to save the town and this kind of stuff. And she's like, no, Dad. And then he notices that his dad's bed is empty and made up. So that's when that's when he finally decompensated and hit the bottle again and just went downhill. Um, but during this movie, during filming of this movie, Robert Forster, uh, or before it was released or something like that, he did pass away in real life. Yeah. Because at the end, it was it was dedicated it was dedicated I've to his memory. Not, yeah, it was dedicated I to him. I, um, I saw it. Yeah. I saw something like that in, in the end credits. Yeah, I don't remember what exactly when he passed away, but it was some time between filming it and. And this movie getting released, so because I thought the last movie of, of his career was was this was um, him dying, was his character dying, and then he died. I think that's happened a lot, you know, cause, no, because but, the, because no, 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 no. I'm talking about the quality of movie. This was the last movie he was in, buddy. That's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. You need to think about. You know, they're humans too. This is all they know, right? Um, and for a lot of people in Hollywood, their self-esteem, and I don't know about him, but their self-esteem is kind of built on doing their job, right? Yeah, but, but if... Hey, Phil, thanks. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the birthday wishes. So, um, um, just old and not doing much. um, Although, uh, like you guys talked about, it's super hot in the attic. It is, but it's even hotter when your air conditioner goes on the fritz four hours before you go live. Um, it's about a hundred degrees up here, so... Yeah, it is. It's live from the sun right now. So anyway, so you know the thing is the thing is that that um, yeah right. It's super um, bad. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a glow because I'm pregnant. I have a glow because I'm freaking hot and sweating. What, Connor? (laughs) Um, I mean, um, you you said Robert Forster was an, an Academy Award winning actor, right? Yeah, but that was several years ago. That was yeah, but um, yeah, there you go. um, Live from the that, sauna. That, that is an accomplishment. Literally, only a select, select handful of of actors can can achieve. I've um um I've I I feel like if I feel like if you've won an an um an, an Academy Award, that that means people chose you for something you did with your talents. Yeah, I get that. And, and um and so people recognize your talents. So why would you need to continuously <laughs> prove the talent? Nice, Phil. You know? Yeah, yeah. So so but here's the thing, Connor. I mean, every actor is going to have amazing roles and crap roles. Okay, and I mean, and in his little part, he he played the role well. Um, but a good example if. I guarantee you, go watch, and, and I'm not slamming Bruce Willis because I love Bruce Willis, but go watch any of his movies from the last, I would say, two to three years. Dude, he put out like he put out like 20 movies in three years, like these cheap, straight-to-video type movies. You do know that he's got basically dementia, right? He's got dementia, so he's retired from acting. They've announced it. His body is deteriorating. His brain, his mind is deteriorating. Um, and, and they would say that he, they started giving him roles with very few lines because he couldn't remember more than a line or two at a time. 
So he was just I, he was just hammering. I, I he was just he died. No, he was just hammering out bad movie after bad movie to kind of rake in as much money. Paul Walker, I was thinking right, of. rake in as much money as he could, I guess, before he knew he couldn't act anymore for his family to take care of his family. So, so yeah, we should I mean, we should we should watch. It's a shame to see his early stuff and then see his late stuff and see how you know how different it is. So, so I'm not slamming Ro- I'm not slamming yeah. Robert Forster for taking this role at all. You know, because you can take a small role and still do good, still do well with it and crush it. Yeah, I guess. So, but and I recognize I recognize the girl that played the female deputy. I think um, she was in her. I actually, I saw her in an episode of, of Big Bang Theory of New Girl. Oh, no, I think she was in Big Bang Theory Girl. too. Well, she she was also in Big Bang Theory. She, That's where I remember her from. She um she was the um the intern that um that um that um that loved Sheldon early on and mm-hmm. um, and then and th- then they brought her her in later in the series and right. um and then her love confession and kiss to Sheldon is what inspired him to then propose to Amy. Cool. I didn't watch the last season. I don't think I only saw bits and pieces of the last season, so I don't remember all that. But yeah, anyway, yeah, so you, you have my HBO Max stuff. Watch know, Big Bang I'm, Theory. I, I can't I actually sit down and binge a show we bonded over. Okay, I'll do that sometime. Not right now. I'll do that sometime. Dad. But dad, so, Dad. Yes. Yes. I'm gonna channel. Um, I'm. I'm gonna channel my inner Palpatine. Okay. Do it. Do it. You must do it. This is not the nerd you're looking for. This is the nerd so, I'm looking for. So anyway, moving on. Um. So. Over so look. So if you if you want to watch a movie that there was there was funny parts in it, you know, when he's having the meeting with, it, this is this is another thing I thought was funny about it. If somebody like the 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 medical examiner or somebody did something that John didn't like, you're fired. He's just fired. He like fired what two or three people, like sheriff's deputies or whatever. Um, one point, the 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 at a crime scene, the the media showed up, and this guy's yelling from his police car from the state, you know, forensic people. He's saying, "Yeah, they're saying it's a wolf." Yada yada yada. You know, just giving up all this, you know, information to the media because the media's just sitting right there. And he says, "Hey, come take a walk with me." They walk out in the snow, out in the woods, and just jumps on him and beats the crap out of his own deputy. I mean, it's just he was quite unhinged. He was quite unhinged, but he had a lot. You know, it's like it's like we're dealing with a lot of stuff here. You know, it's like it's like what I was talking about with the the pitcher's mound. You know, with Bull Durham. It's like we're dealing with a lot of stuff here. You know, Jorge's you know glove is cursed by his girlfriend. We need some chicken bones to remove the curse. You know, um, <laughs> there. You know, Millie Millie's about to get married. We're trying to come up with ideas for their wedding gift for them. You know, we're dealing with a lot of heavy stuff out here. You know, uh, oh, and uh, you know. Newt can't pitch because he can't breathe through his eyes, and and his dad's here, and yeah, so that was a great scene. So what? Yeah. Okay, how did you jump from A to B? Because I was just talking about because Jim come because John was dealing with a lot of stuff, and we had been talking okay. about Bull Durham earlier, and so it just took me to there. So that's why <laughs> I threw the chicken in there because that was definitely a chicken. I will full on admit that was a chicken. So, yeah. so anyway, but. You know, I mean, overall, the movie was not entertaining. I saw it, more, more of, of, of like a character study because, because with um, um, with each death, mm-hmm. yeah. um, we 
we got this little montage scene centered around Marshall, and you could see him yeah. slowly deteriorating yeah. every time. Um, uh, the one that that stood out to me the most was um was I, I guess the father of one of um of of one of the daughters who was. Who was just screaming at him to do his job, you know? Save the funeral. them, save them. Yeah, yeah it's a funeral. funeral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and you could just see um, the, the echoes of, of that scene continuing out through the movie. You just saw it as it wore down on him. You well, saw and you, the entire thing. You also saw in that scene that the the victims, the dead victims, were standing behind that man in the background. Yeah. So you yeah. know, so yeah, so I mean, he was clearly decompensating, but. You know, and I thought it's I, I thought he did a good job, and it 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 doesn't surprise me because he wrote and directed the movie. <laughs> so, who, who Jim Marshall? Cummings, yeah, Marshall, the the actor that played Marshall, he wrote and directed it too. So, it makes sense that he had all the good stuff. Mm. Um, but anyway, so Oof, I, now tired. the scenery, the backdrops, to that me, was good. The most beautiful part of the entire movie were the opening credits as they're flying in because it was like 4K high definition, snowy mountains as the as like the cameras flying in. I mean, I was getting lost in that. That was beautiful. But okay, there you go. Could also, it's called muting for that. Oh, and then you wipe your eyes with it. Oh, that's alrighty. That's that's good What's mixture. That's part? that's good mixture of fluids right there, man. Woo! What's a different part? <laughs> Shut up. So anyway, so look, the movie was not anything worth writing home about. If you want to see a pretty good, like Connor said, a, a character sketch, a character progression um, of this guy and just the weight that he was under from so many different angles and how he didn't manage it well, but still came out, still came out and solved the the crime at the end. Um, he and that, solved it by luck. Let's be honest. Well, he, he solved it by luck. Well, he didn't really solve it. Well, no, because he was taking he was taking evidence back to the guy. Because if you notice, he 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 said bye and see you, and then he stopped dead in his tracks, and then it all started coming together. So all the evidence started fitting together. That's why he went back and said, "Hey, I need you to stand straight up," because he was already oh, um, so he didn't do it um, by luck. He's, um, 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 it triggered because because this guy asked about his daughter. And he, and he had never mentioned his daughter in that conversation. No, I know that. That's what triggered it. Still, that's police work. That's that's the the criminal slipped up. Right, absolutely. That wasn't luck. You know, luck is you you're driving home and you run up on the crime scene as that's happening. That's luck. No, he put he put the pieces together. You know, so as I wouldn't on, I wouldn't say it luck. I say it's a lucky break, but it wasn't luck. I still say luck. That's just my opinion. So anyway, um, but you know, That's if you want to watch it, if you want to watch it, um, go for it. It's not that you know you're not going to be out a lot <laughs> um, if you do. So um, um, yeah, if, so let me roll for the next movie. If if you cut out the the opening, um, the opening credits, the ending credits, and, and then all of of the needless um, scenery overwipes, you know, um, it's about an hour basically yeah about that you um it's it's basically a little bit longer than an episode of criminal minds right okay all right well let's roll for the next movie and then we'll get out of here let's and so it. i can go take a cold shower or and I drink a nice ice cold tired. beer or something so okay so got to roll for our next movie um if for you guys for anybody that's watching this that doesn't know we roll to 
review a movie or, or talk about it. We don't talk about reviewing. We just talk about a movie at random. So we roll to determine the service that we're using. Then we roll for the genre. Then we roll for 100 Sided Die to see which movie in that genre we're going to watch from that service. So let's roll. And I got a 12. So that would be Netflix on our list. So right, we're going to watch something from Netflix. And then I rolled a 10. And a 10 would be Thriller. So we're going to watch a Thriller movie off of... Is Thriller the same as horror? No. Because Thriller could be like mystery, murder mystery kind of thing, but not necessarily horror. Okay, so now I'm going to roll uh, Under Side of Die and see what movie we're going to get in that genre. And I literally, on 100 Side of Die, I literally rolled a 5. Wow. So it shouldn't take too long to find it. So yeah. I'm going to play our wait music. I'm going to go look up the fifth movie in the thriller genre on Netflix, tell you guys about it, and that's what we're going to talk about next week. All right, so y'all hold tight. Let's do it. All right, so another new one, you know, Wolf of Snow Hollow was from 2020. This one is from 2021. Hmm. And it's called Zone 14. Excuse me, Zone 414. Zone 414. Yep, it says, Set in the near future, private detective David Carmichael is hired by Marion Veet. V-I-E-D-T. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. An eccentric, business, an eccentric businessman to track down his missing daughter. David teams up with Jane, a highly advanced AI, to solve the mystery. So, and let's see who it's, who stars in it. Ooh, so it's wait. it's it's got an average an average rating of four point nine out of ten. So the meta score is thirty. Average. The meta score out of like like professional reviews, the meta score thirty six out of a hundred. Wow. So, 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 but so it got an F basically. But the main character, David Carmichael, is played by Guy Pierce. Love me some Guy Pierce. Who's Guy Pierce? Uh, Guy Pierce, stuff, stuff that he's been in that you would know. He was in Memento, main character in Memento. He played in uh, L.A. Confidential. Um, no, no. Let's see if there's some other things that, that he's done that you might know. Um, I, mean, I, I know of those movies. I've just never seen them, so I don't know who you're talking Right, right, right. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see something else um, that he Guy was Guy Pierce? In. Guy Pierce. What what else was he? Because he was in something that you had seen before, where he played like. Uh okay, how about he was uh, bad guy in Iron Man three, Iron Man three. So so anyway, so I believe I believe he he was also one of the characters in Lost. Hmm, I don't know about that. You mean the TV show Lost? Yeah, the TV show. He was in the Hurt Locker. So anyway, so I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he's fantastic in Memento, dude. You should watch Memento. That is a fantastic movie. It's filmed in reverse. The scenes the scenes play out in reverse. The beginning of the movie is the end of the movie, and it goes backwards. How does and, that work? And this is why they did that, because he's got amnesia. He's got anterograde amnesia. He can't remember. He can't, retrograde is he can't remember old stuff. Anterograde is he can't remember new things. So every day when he wakes up, he has no memory of what happened.
I think that's right. I, I always get my memories, my amnesias mixed up. But anyway, so he wakes up the next day and he can't remember what happened the day before. But he's trying to solve his wife's murder. And so every day he starts fresh and gathers clues to solve the mystery. And whatever and, and whatever and, tattoos all over him. and whatever clues he gets, he tattoos them on his body. So when he makes up wakes up the next day, he's got the clues so he won't forget them. And so every day is brand new for him. And so they filmed the movie is it backwards. Kind of like 50 first dates? Ah, no, not really. So every so they the viewer watches the movie in reverse. So every scene, every day, you're just as clueless because you're going backwards. So you have all this information at the very beginning of the movie, but you're learning stuff as you go because you're going backwards. It's fascinating. Fascinating movie. It's really good. So That sounds like it'd, it'd be very confusing to watch. Because, because it, makes you, it, it puts you in the position of the main character of being clueless each day and learning new things each day. Yep. Yep. It's a fascinating, okay. it's a fascinating movie. Fascinating movie. Okay. Um, I think Christopher Nolan. Like it being my thing. I think Christopher Nolan. Um, did that movie? I think. Who directed that movie? Yeah, Christopher Nolan, who did the Batman movies, but he also did like um, Inception and all those movies that really are about bending reality and bending time. So this was just one of those kind of movies. It was really good. So okay, so we're watching some kind of sci-fi futuristic thriller. Movie with AI robots and some human detective played by Guy Pierce. So that's what that so that's what we're gonna watch next time. So um what's that? He said apparently. So um so that's all we got for tonight. Um guys, if if you like hanging out with us, we would love for you guys to hang out with us. We stream the podcast every Monday night at seven. Um Saturday mornings at eight o'clock, we we do some game stra- game streaming. We we play a Game Pass game, and uh, we call it Game Passing Through. Uh, we started uh, just Game Passing Through. We we started playing Minecraft Dungeons, so we'll do that again this Saturday morning at eight. Yep. Um, and so and then we'll be back. So we'll be back Saturday morning at eight to, for a game stream, and then we'll be back Monday night uh, for the podcast. Um, you can find the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just search for Gene Pool Variety Hour. We're there. Uh, the you can find me on Instagram uh, or on Twitter uh, at HeadGamer. You can find um, the podcast on t- Instagram at Gene Pool Variety Hour. Um, Connor is on social media as well. I'm though not, he never. I'm though not you really don't, on social media anymore. Anyway. Well, you're you have it. You don't use it. So if you want to get in touch yeah. with the, with the podcast or with with us, get in touch with me. He would be your best bet. And we'll go from there. Uh, we love talking nerdy, any nerdy stuff. If y'all have some things y'all like us to talk about or a movie you'd like us to see, suggest one, and we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll throw that kind of feature in there. Connor, quick kiss in your microphone. That's kind of <laughs> weird. So I'm. For those that aren't watching, for those that aren't watching the podcast, um, there was kind of a, a kissing the microphone thing going on on the other screen. But anyway, so that's you've met me, right? I'm weird. Well, aren't we all? I mean, if they're watching, look, if they're watching this or listening to this podcast, are they got some weirdness going on too? I mean, come on. Yeah. And I and, and I'm not. That's not a negative. I mean, embrace it, right? But anyway, embrace the weirdness. So that's us. That's the podcast. That was episode 74, Live from the Sun. So uh, y'all have a good night. 
come see us Saturday morning or Monday night, and we'll keep at it, keep doing the nerd stuff, keep having a good time. And so always remember... Always remember, stay nerdy, my friends, and come to the dark side of the balls. I have a good Palpatine impression. Shut up. Whatever, dude. I do. Let, um, let's see you do better. See, You're still here? It's over. Go home.